Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Jesus, would you look who it is long time now, see? The outla, still working for the carbo. That was the youngfla, still acting the bollocks. That's gas. Gives a shatty yellow. Oh, you will, yeah. You're some gobble. He's bleeding massive. Ah, there. He's your man. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Tis Yourself. Been off for the last couple of weeks because I'm over on the other side of the world and I was volunteering in Borneo, at Project Borneo, looking after orangutans and sun bears and monkeys, birds and peacocks and uh, what else, everything in between for the last two weeks. Um, so you can, if you want to hear more about that, you can head to my Instagram um, Nicola underscore Barden, or you can head to Project Borneo to see the kind of work we'd be doing there. Now, it's not the kind you might think. I'm not cuddling in a rainy time. They're pretty scary animals. <laughs> Beautiful, but scary. It's all hands-off work and you're helping conservation and with the hope of releasing some of them back to the wild and helping those that cannot be released back to the wild. So we've had a great couple of weeks. I really want to tell you so much more about it, but this episode is not about me. This episode is about my guest. So maybe I'll do a little you know, look back um, when I'm a bit down the line, I can, you know, chat to you more about it. Um, but instead, I'm going to focus on the dancing king that is my guest today. Some of you might know him as a Dublin GAA footballer. Some of you may know him just from donning questionable outfits on Dance with the Stars. But Paul Brogan chatted to me from, he was in Dublin, I'm in Australia at the moment, and uh, we had transatlantic trans whatever across the world um chatting all about his experience on dancing stars and growing up in one of ireland's most famous ga families what that was like what it's like to have you know older brothers it's is it a good or bad thing when they're on the same team as you and of course how he ended up in sequence uh, dancing the waltz and what it's like now since he's been kicked off the show so i hope you enjoy it we had great out crack and um, he's such a lovely fella to chat to and of course, you can go find him as well on social media, on Instagram, if you'd like to follow him and see what he's getting up to since the show ended. Here is my chat with a lovely, lovely Paul Brogan. In Australia, eh? Yes, I'm in Australia. and it's Holidays are working. Holidays, taking some time yeah. off, but still working, as you can see. <laughs> yeah. Where about you? I'm in Melbourne at the moment. Ah, lovely, lovely. Here and here, yeah, I'd say the weather's a little bit different, is it? <laughs> it's actually not too bad now, but it's not not like Australia, so it's not. Yeah, no, not like Australia, but you know, I'll be coming back to the cold in a couple of weeks, and I'll be have to go through the depression. So, well, yeah, it's good. Good time of year to go away, January. Anyway, so this, yeah, years go away, yeah. Yeah, you've had a busy January, obviously, as well. I've yeah, excited enough January, but busy enough now. Uh, Kind of happy enough to be done with those, to be honest. Oh, really? 
I know, I am, I am. It was getting hard work during the way, but uh, and I was full enough. It's just, it's just, it's a lot more time consuming, time consuming than I, than uh, I thought it was going to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what, I didn't know what, didn't know what it was going to be. To be honest, I didn't really, didn't really put that much thought. I just thought oh, this would be fun, but at the time, it's just outrageous because I have to, you know, and you have to put the time into it because um, everyone else is doing it. It's yeah. a live show, so don't you be making yourself look fairly, fairly foolish, you know. Yeah, and the difference between this was like football training is that it's a couple of hours, a couple of times a week. This is ten hours every day or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yes, it's a lot more. Like I didn't find, I didn't find the physical side of it too, too, too bad. It's just it's very mentally tiring and stressful, and you know, every, every day, especially whatever about it before Christmas, it wasn't too bad. But obviously in January, I'm sorry, the first two dances were kind of I say okay, but th- at least you had a bit of a uh, you'd done them before Christmas, a bit of bit of pre training kind of, mm. but. Once it got to four or five days during a dance, like that's pure stress. That was that was awful. It was. I mean, like you're 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 going Monday and you you box off a few steps. Then Tuesday, you start and you're like, ah, oh, a few days. Then also there's Thursday and you still haven't got to dance. <laughs> I have to do this in three days. I don't be clear what I'm doing. But uh, no, it's, yeah, it's stressful. As I said, it's different to football trainers. You do a couple hours. Um, but this, like I said, this is just like it's just time. It's pure time you've put into it. So. Uh, and I suppose I wasn't that quick at picking up steps, so that didn't help me either. I well, like I don't, I don't think I could be though. Like as much as I'd love to say, you know, I'd say it's great training and you know physical and that kind of stuff. Like you know, learning a dance. If I go to Zumba, I might be able to remember two steps the next day. I'm not going to be able to remember the whole thing and then get up and be like, "Come here, Ireland national television." <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Like, I mean, that's what people keep saying. This has been, this has been said a few times. Uh, because you'd be a great dancer now. It's no, no, we're, we're able to do a specific thing to a specific song at a specific time. Is all we're able to do, to be honest. But like, it's a uh, the steps. Just now, in fairness, like the steps, you, you do actually, you do kind of pick them up. Like, you, like with the four, the four or five days, the first week it would have been the third show. It's had to, no way we'll be able to do this. But whatever way, it's like let's say Monday, fine. Tuesday, Wednesday, and, and Thursday gets very stressful because you, you you're there all day and you're not getting it, and then. When you come back Friday, it's like it, it's like it sinks in a little bit. No, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's a, it, a lot, but it's like it's like as a night's sleep, but like it's like a, a bit of muscle memory. It does kick in a little bit because, like in fairness, I don't say I was very near the best dance, but a lot of them there have some very good dances. I've only had four days to do it, you know. Like yeah. if you said that, to, like the, you said that to yourself or myself before Christmas. Oh, you get four days to learn a dance for a minute and a half, minute and fifty. You say no chance. Yeah. <laughs> like, no way. I'll never be doing it again. It's not a hope. But, uh, <laughs> oh, come on. All the weddings you're going to be invited to now, they'll be expecting you to go and spin around. Let's do play the specific songs that we thought I'd learn to dance, so I won't be all good at the weddings. <laughs> well, I've got, like, there's so much I want to talk to you about, obviously, Dance with the Stars, as we've been chatting there. Um, but I always kind of, like, ask people about going back. And I suppose you are one of the first ones I've had who's, guests I've had who's got a really, a, I suppose, a, a dynasty, like, your, you know, your family were are such a, a famous family and it's not just you in the family nearly that's you know well known and even from as far back as your dad and your uncle and stuff so like being born into that kind of legacy did you feel your path was nearly carved out to already get into Gaelic? It wasn't it wasn't I mean, I mean Gaelic is obviously uh it's obviously me that me, me dad's main sport you know mm. his, his main love uh but he like he he loves any sport so like he I would have played a lot of golf when my dad was younger um but like he, he literally did any sport he wanted to do, like this issue. So once once we were, we were once we were playing sport, he's kind of happy, John kind of way. Um, now obviously, yeah, you do get slightly 
slightly edged towards GAA. And obviously that that's but that's that's the GA community. Like if you're in if you're in, if you're if you're in like a club in GA, you kind of you spend a lot of time down there. Even when even when you're not training, not playing, so that's, that's just GAA. Especially especially in the older days, not the old days, but that's even years ago. It's not the same as it was now. It is still good, but it's not the communities are getting more divided, I think, now just because just it's just not it's not the same as it used to be. Um but now look, I says my dad was happy once we're playing sport, he didn't care what it was. We chanced around with everything we did. I imagine, yeah. Like I think it's very good to have someone that's pushing you in sport, like as a kid to try them, whatever it is, if it's rugby, football, soccer, whatever, just to kind of it does put a bit of a like mental strength to you it gives you a discipline and you're not just you know lads hanging on the corner there you know yeah no like we I actually did interview there the other day and, and that question came up from a from a guest saying about about join a team game for for mental health uh and I was, I was asked my opinion on it so I says well look it's it's any sport any sport is good for mental health even if you're you know it's an individual sport but but the, the camaraderie the team games and the support the team games give you is a uh, is massive for that for that. Do you know what I mean? So so like it's it, it, to be pushed into that. It definitely helps you me- mentally wise. It definitely helps you community wise, strength wise, and it, give, it gives you attributes that that if you don't not saying people don't play sport don't have these attributes, but it, it yeah. definitely helps you helps you in the right direction. Do you know what kind of way? So yeah, as it's, it's it's a positive thing for for. And, and the question was, I think the question was, she was I think the girl today was in her in her. Mid thirty, late thirties, and says, "Oh, I don't feel embarrassed to go join join the team sport." And my opinion was, it's never too early or too late to join. You know, yeah. it always helps. But I think there is that kind of stigma of going. You know, a lot of people would join the GA when they're you know eleven. You know what I mean? Or like you know, under you go, you start in school, and then you go play for the club around the corner. And it, as you said, community. You're going from five, six, and if your brothers are going, your sisters are going. It's, it's a you're brought along. You're standing on the side of the pitch, and then you join in. So it's a bit of a kind of. How do I make this? Ep- I think it's everything though. Like it's joining the gym for the first time. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah, everyone to stare at me. Yeah, yeah. You think you think they think everyone like especially the gym is probably the, the best example because it's probably the easiest thing that people get into, or kind of on their own. But like you said, everyone goes, even if you're, going to, if, if you're used to going to the gym, you go to a new gym, you have the kind of thinking everyone's looking at you, but no one is. That's the thing. <laughs> like everyone's everyone's there trying to do their own thing. Don't I mean generally everyone's trying to do their own thing, and and most places, even gyms are. Any sport, people are supportive. John kind of way. Um, mm. So I, I like that, 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 that. That's that's any sport. That, that, that's that, that sport mentality, especially in team games. I mean, that's like no matter what age you join. Uh, now it obviously is a lot harder when you join team games older because then people have been playing it for their whole lives. John kind of way, good or yeah. bad, you know. Um, but yeah, I noticed that as you can't go wrong. That's my advice. That was my advice was do it whatever, no matter what age you are, keep doing it. As long as you're not like, yeah, go into it with the idea of like, I'm not doing this to try and, you know, win an All-Ireland. I'm doing it because I want to meet people and get fit and have the crack and all the benefits, not be like, I'm going to make the the, the county team, you know? <laughs> well, that, that was that, that was the exact reason why we did that for the stars because I, I, I never thought, once thought I was going to win it. I never, never came into my head. I says, I'll just go into it and, and sure, look, if I get to do a few dances and it comes out all right, that's, that's, that's the attitude I'll have to it, you know? Um, because I knew, I look, I, I, I say, everyone say it, everyone that goes on to it say, oh, my dancing skills are not great, but my dancing skills wasn't great. I knew that for a fact. <laughs> uh, it was, but it's the same attitude for that, to just go in and try and, and, try and enjoy it and try and have a bit of fun and, 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 and something something new. That's like any people join any sport, you know. Yeah, like I think people associate dancing with stars and sports. They assume because you would have to, you know, 
be good you're very fit you know you work out quite a lot and even with the running aspect of it they assume oh he you know he's able to run after the ball bounce the ball kick the ball that he's going to be able to do a waltz as well <laughs> well yeah the coordination between football and, and waltzing didn't didn't work we saw him it's not one to tell you have to there hope never seen another waltz in my life no I I don't know. Maybe maybe it did help. You know, maybe it helped picking up routines or some of that. You know I mean? But I, I, I found it very difficult. To, uh, as I said, it, was, it took me a long time to pick up and and and, and sort of like yeah. And I was saying, saying so many. Each individual move is very very basic. If that makes sense, mm. like it's just put your here, put your head here. Like there's no, there's an ask you to do a backflip. They're not asking you to do it. But then when you start putting three or four things together, it's like it's like your body's not connected. It's it's, it's bizarre. But um. Shows the skill level that they, that they have. That the pro dancers are unbelievable. Um, when you see them in person, it's just it's amazing the skill they have. So, but that's probably like when you know um, people who play sports look at you guys who've played it for you played it all your life. So you you know picking up a ball and running a few steps and you know scoring a point or whatever, even if it's just a kick around with your mates, that looks effortless to you because you've done it for years. You've done it all your life, so you can't be the same level as them coming in for like I don't know when you guys start training. Usually like November, December. But you just. Yep. We do five weeks before Christmas, yeah. Yeah, so like five weeks and then, what, three or four weeks after Christmas, you're not going to be the same as the guys who've been doing it since they were 12. No, it's exactly, no, it's impossible. Look, if you start out later in life, you'll never, generally people will never be as good as when people start as kids because you you pick up everything a lot easier as a a child. If you're doing a sport, a lot lot of those dancers are doing it since they're babies. So I'm not going to wait, same as I'm doing GA. so, so even if I did it for the next twenty years, I probably still wouldn't be as good as them. But yeah, it's it's like that's that's their sport. So same as GA is my sport, and you're in your comfort zone. When you're in your comfort zone, when teams go like when teams go wrong, you're you're able to fix it a lot easier. If that, if that makes sense. So if, if there's an issue in the, in the match and, you, and something's going wrong for you, you can fix it a lot better. Whereas like if we we're dancing and something goes wrong, it's a lot harder for me to fix a problem in the middle of a waltz. As a pro, process, it's just natural. Same because I says you're in your when you're in your comfort zone, you can fix fix issues. That are happening in the spots or in the moment, you know, um, which was difficult for us. And then, of course, you've got like if you're playing on the field and you know you're having a bad day or something, there's a group of other people that can kind of sweep in and cover your, you know, tap out. It's not just two of you going, come here. <laughs> you're not there in your own with a million people watching you saying, "Oh, Jesus!" <laughs> so it's a lot. It's a lot easier to get out of trouble there. Absolutely, yeah. That's the joy of the team game. Go oh. stick with the team game. Pressure. Oh God! Although you're used to the spotlight, I suppose by now you must be well used to people looking at you and, and anticipating big things from you. I know you like. I mean, like the dumb GA is 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 is, is massive, and the, and the 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 how fanatic a lot of dumb GA or dumb mm-hmm. GA fans are is is quite bizarre. To me. I I find Johnny you know, because I I use an example like if you look at professional footballers that they're. They're, they're not really accessible for for a normal person. I mean, cause they're they're hidden away. So, but like it, it, all WGA players, they're just normal guys. They're just mm-hmm. they go to work each Monday morning. If you want to see them, I mean, they're not difficult to get to get access to. So, um, so it's sort of slightly different that sense. But but you but the, the the fans still absolutely love us. Like you know, because all the dumb the dumb supporters and and they uh, you know I have played in Dublin for I think I was retired at 15, 15 maybe fourteen. Said was seven years ago. And you still get people looking for photos of that from the sports, which is great. You know, way. Um, so look, it says that 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 that, that you'd be used to kind of a little bit of limelight in that sense now. But that limelight is a lot different to the limelight when you're when, when you're standing there and they're, they're calling your name in the, the VT, and you're thinking, "Oh, Jesus, what am I about to get myself into here?" That's that's even Oak Park. Like I, I, 
like never felt felt not pressure or anxiety. I don't know what the word to use compared to playing at Crow Park that I, that I felt uh, doing the live shows for for dancing. And that's obviously because you're out of your comfort zone, I'd imagine, mm. and you can't. You're 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 doing something that you're you're not used to, you know. Yeah. And he said we're only doing it a few weeks as well, so you're you're not like I mean. And it's very amazing how some of some good the dancers are when mm-hmm. they've only done it a few. You know, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. In fairness, some 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 of them are excellent. Some of them this this year are excellent you now. So there always is though some though. Like then you look at like I used to love Des Cattle and Marty Morrissey on it, who were just like. You know, the crack was more why I like them. You know, they're their goals. Yeah. They're just like, I don't care if I'm brilliant or terrible. I'm giving it my all. Yeah. People love those. People love like that kind of crack as well. You love seeing the brilliant people, obviously, who are just perfect. Yeah, I, did. I did. I did an interview with Marty on Monday morning. And uh, I says, oh, Marty, so what show did you get? He goes, oh, show eight. I says, oh, no, I was watching your, I was watching your, uh, your videos for the inspiration. He goes, maybe that's why you went out with five. Fair play, Marty, appreciate it. Yeah, no, he did. They were great. I mean, like they're more. It's more. You didn't care what the dancing. You know, it's more for the entertainment value, which which a lot of the show is is about. You know, like I mean, like do what does everyone see? The perfect dancer, probably not. You know, kind of way they want to see a little bit of if there's a, if there's a story or a journey or something goes wrong and they fix it. Kind of just that's all part part of the show. I mean, it's it's a it's a little bit of a reality show as well. You know, way it's it's uh, it's not all about dancing the show. You know. No, it's well, sure. Look, don't we love seeing a Dublin player walking out in a bit of sequins and you know, glitz and glass that you never used to see? I haven't did the skirt down just yet as well. I keep getting stick over the, the Hercules skirts. <laughs> so that, that will last for a while, I say. Ah, the slag of wood in the GA. You're never going to live it down. <laughs> I, I'm, a fr- I'm a friendly tonight. I mean, we'd ask, Oh, you fancy? You're going to get some abuse now off the opposition now. Walk around the skirt. <laughs> And you still play like now, even what age yeah, when you yeah. first started playing? Uh, three, three, three or four, probably. Wow. And you're still playing I, now, like? I, now my, my legs are fairly bandaged, so I need a knee replacement and stuff. Like that, so I just kind of keep playing for as long as I can. Because as soon as you stop playing, especially when you get to, get to I'm 36, so when you stop at this age, mm. it, you're kind of next you you go out for a year you stop for a year or two and then you're, you're nearly 40 it's, it's very difficult to go back to them it's not like you stop at 23 like I, I kind of stopped playing football after Dublin for about a year and then you just jump straight back into it because you're younger you know? but if you stop at this age you, it's kind of that's, that's it then it's very hard to go back into it you know and that must be hard um, as well like because it's such a big part of your life and but you're still so young so to go that this giant portion of your life but because you're young like most people wouldn't be retiring at you know in their thirties, and yet sports people do have to close that kind of door. Yeah, as I said, you have to find something else to fill the gap. You know the way that's because it, it, whatever about club with Dublin when I retired from Dublin, I mean you're, you're training, uh, you're basically training professional with Dublin, so you're doing every every morning, every evening. You, know, you go in the morning, go to work, train the evening. So you're literally your whole life is all around that. So so when that when that's gone, there's a massive void that you have to try and fill. Um, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily involve drinking or, or stuff that you shouldn't be doing drunk kind of way because mm-hmm. which can easily happen and it does happen for a lot of people because the void because there's so much free time um that's that people find it hard to fill that time so uh it's important you know as I said but that's why that's why I'll keep playing club for as long as I can just because it's good for uh, and to, to to go back to the team game and camaraderie like there's nothing better than going on Sunday morning and having a like I'm 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 I don't play I don't play a high level anymore but, so but it's still. The, the, the intensity is still there, and you still try your best, and, and everyone's still doing the same. Even though the standard is not as high, the the, the love and all that is still there for it. So, um, I said, well, I'll keep keep trying. 
how good I'm doing now in a few years. I don't know. But we keep, <laughs> we keep going. On. Keep going while the knees are still working and the hips are working. You know, keep keep going. <laughs> around, the, around the park soon for a little bit of luck. <laughs> like, I know you started when you were three, but when was the, the call-up for Dublin for you then? Uh, I actually, I, I've used this this joke or story a few times, but the, the, I, there was an article in the Independent, I think it was. Now, that could be wrong, but I was just going to say the Independent for this, for this. But there was a, there was, Alan was, was doing well with Dublin and Bernard was starting to come through. And, and there was an article saying, I used to play a lot, so I used to play a lot, I was very good at golf. So I was, had the idea of, of maybe turning pro. But that was that was the plan. Maybe if I had stuck at it a little bit longer. Um, now, would that have happened? Maybe not, maybe not. But uh, so the article was about my dad. My dad is, was doing, was this successful footballer, fine. Then I went to Alan, he's he's doing really well. Then it goes to Bernard, uh, he's, he's he's up and coming. Then it goes, and goes, and Paul plays golf at the very bottom. That's right. That's not even a lie. No. I, like, I can't remember what the exact paper it was in, but I was only 16. And I, and I said, I hear this is that's just the end of my golf career. So that, that's why I kind of, I kind of, I was still playing, I was playing GA, but it wasn't. As seriously, should have been at the time. So then, after that, maybe sixteen to seventeen, I started putting my head down with it. So probably first call up would be maybe maybe nineteen, nineteen or nineteen or twenty for for the seniors. And hmm. um, would have been playing once that stage. So I actually got a call up for the for the, the seniors. Played up, won the Burn Cup, and then I tore my cruise shit that 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 February. So that was a bit of a disaster. So we first first year call up from a cruise So I wasn't back for about maybe a year after that. So. Um, so yeah, no, so I'm only about 20. So it says in that, that article, most of what I find it, that article when Paul played golf, you ruined me golf. I could be, could be rich now. <laughs> you could have been the Rory McIlroy. <laughs> yeah. But now I have no need left in playing GAA. So that's how it goes. Yeah, you're like, I'm playing an amateur sport. I still have to work a job, but if he needs, you're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. It's all for that one article. <laughs> Whoever that journalist is now, you're like, I'll hunt you down now. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like it's it's amazing legacy to have with your family. But like me, in the same sense, I'm like, if all my family are doing it, you know, there's an awful thing of going like, you know, as you said, your dad was great, Bernard, Alan, you know, doing great, and you're like, oh, feck now, I was considering going another path. Now do I have to be as good as them? And and how do we be? And you know that kind of thing. You're like oh, you're so young as well in these decisions, sixteen, and trying to you know keep up with you know them the years ahead of you. Yeah, like you, like you know yourself. You, you've made decisions at sixteen. You don't, you don't really have a clue. You know, way it's, and you don't, know, you don't really know what you want to be doing or what's the right thing to be doing. It's like if I look back to now, I definitely made the wrong decision, but I still had a very good career. Very, I've had a very good life, so, um, and I got to do some amazing things. We'd be playing with me two brothers, you know. Uh, like I said, my dad, he he wouldn't have pushed me towards GA. Obviously, he would like to play GA, but I mean, he wasn't playing sport. That's he, that's all he cared about. Like, and he and he enjoyed golf. So we, that's what he got me into golf. So, um. But like I said, the decision I made to kind of step away from that as, as serious as it was and go play GA properly. But if I didn't do that, then I would have had the memories that I would have had with my family. Do you know what I mean? So that that's yeah. that's a way to look at you know, and and it's 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 a thing that a few that only few families get to get to experience like that in, in sports. Do you know what I mean? I mean, plenty, plenty of families do business together and stuff have highs and lows, but it's rare. It is rare in sport to have something like that. You know, um, and like we were all very supportive of each other, which which was great as well. So like. Like the people saying, people saying, oh, you had to feel you had to be as good as your brothers and that. Like we never, we never, like we played football, we played club as well together. So we never kind of judged each other like that, you know. But so we're all we're all very supportive of each other, which is very, which I say is pretty rare again. So like, very yeah. lucky in that sense. 
And it's probably helped you in a way as well that like maybe, you know, you're having a down week or a crap week or, you know, a, a, a bad run and you can turn to two people that, you know, are on your team, but you don't you don't necessarily have to be embarrassed about asking for them. Go, listen, can we do a kick around and like, figure out what is wrong or, you know, can I try and get back into my out of this funk or whatever? You've got two people that will genuinely want to help yeah, you. Yeah, Alan would have been, well, at the time, would have been, would have been a very influential footballer at Dublin, so... I have been moving forward. Many times I used to say, I used to say to him, I remember he used to question, he was asking, how does he lose his marker so much? So if he, if he plays in Crow Park, he always seemed to be free. He never, no one ever marked him. And he was, he was one of the best players of the team. He would be getting man marked, but yet he seemed to always, always be free. And I could never even understand him. I used to watch videos of him and say, how, how are you doing that? And then, but because he played, and I was brother, so he used to go out and we used to train that and try and figure out how, or try and teach me how to, just how to lose market. So, like I said, like I said, it, it's it, maybe that's not that's not a, a folk thing. Being in our our things going wrong with you, but it's definitely having something like that that that's there. It's definitely helped you. Yeah, unbelievable. So, um, so, so as I said, would you've done it for other people's team? Of course, they ask, but maybe because your family is probably a little bit easier to to try and ask for those, those secrets to help people out. You know? Yeah, and I'm sure there's people that are fighting for jerseys, you know, trying to get on. So you know, you're kind of in a way like being like, we don't really want to help you because if you get too good. <laughs> Oh well, like there, there isn't, there isn't. Yeah, you need, you need, you need team, especially them. You need teamwork, but then you need, you need that competitive as well. Cause like, I mean, there's they, they used to do a thing called A's or Speed. Basically, is there like the championship games? Some they're unbelievable. They'd be, they'd be killing each other for these games. Honest God, it was, it was literally they're the most one of the most tense games I've ever played, and that's what made Dublin so, and probably is to make Dublin so, so, so good at the moment that the training is is as difficult as the matches are. Um, so everyone wants their place. So like, yeah, so. Even though even though everyone's on, on the same same side, look, it's it's everyone, it's kind of everyone for their own each for their own zone at that at that stage. I always find it funny when I tell people, you know, who maybe seen they might have seen hurling or football for the first time, they're outside, they're not from Ireland. And then you say it's amateur, first of all, and they never believe you. They're like, There's no way. And you're like, No, these lads have nine to five jobs or whatever where they're training after work, before work, blah, blah, blah. And they still are like, I, I don't understand. It's such a commitment. And you do it from so young. So you like, you know, let's say you from 16 onwards where most of the lads are like, oh, I'm getting me fake ID and I'm going out now to the pub or whatever. And you're like, I have to train. I have a game on Saturday, game on Sunday, whatever. It's it's so <laughs> No, no, it is. Especially, especially hurling. If you show hurling to, to, to like an American or, or someone from abroad, they, they and they say amateur, they just can't can't believe it. You know, like especially yeah. the skill level. The skill level now in hurling has gone absolutely ridiculous. Like the last year, was just some of the games were incredible. Um, you know, football. See, football is just different. There's, football's more tactical than hurling, so it's, it's not. It's not. Uh, so, so if you, if you showed someone, let's say an American, for instance, you wouldn't find it as exciting as the hurling. But nowadays, they have, have like the, the, the work the guys put into it. Like, but even. Even people playing playing club level at a high a club at a high level, they're they're doing outrageous hours into it. You know, going away with all all the video work, the training, the extra work, the extra stuff they have to do, then matches. I mean, it, it's it's and, and they're not a lot of guys guys wouldn't even play for county teams. That's mm. a pure club, a pure community. So, I mean, there's, there's not really there's not many other sports that around. The, well, I don't know if around the world that would be anywhere uh, as that intense for an amateur sport. I say. Yeah, and you're like you're missing out on events. You might be able to go to weddings or you know twenty firsts or whatever you are in your life, you know, because or if you do, you have to be the designated driver or whatever. And you're like, fuck's sake, I'm, I'm just, I just want to go mad for the night, but you know, play it tomorrow or whatever. 
yeah, we missed out. Like, if you're playing with Dublin, you miss out. You, you miss out for for years and years. You missed out. Thing. I'm used to going on a holiday and like in a Christmas kind of thing. But like, what ends up happening is is your friends stop. Your, your friends that don't play football stop ringing you. Not stop ringing because if they say, "Do you want to go for points?" I can't. I match next weekend. Do you want to go do this? I can't. I'm trying. And and after a while, it just so happens. So you, so you end up having to kind of hang around with the guys, the team, because mm-hmm. it's the only it's the only way it works. You're you're, you're so engrossed in, in what's going on and and. You know, the time it takes that your 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 kind of home friends, let's say, just just and that's that's just the way football is, especially with inter inter county. Um, you find a lot a lot of clubs club teams that are play at high level. A lot of guys, the team all hanging out each other because yeah. it, it, there's, there's no other way. There's no there's no other way to do it because like I said you don't have that free time to to go on the weekend like like people that don't that, that aren't involved in that sport is like I said, everyone has their own. Things that they're doing each week was just a GA, like I said, it's basically professional, but just for love, really, without, without, the, without the glamour and the glory of it, you know. <laughs> You're not making Roy Keane's wages or anything like that, <laughs> like, um, no, <laughs> but it, like, do you ever regret kind of that side of it that you didn't have the, the 20s that other pe- kids would have had? Yeah, no, no. Like I said, I had amazing, amazing uh, memories and some mm. amazing. Moments. So I mean, don't get me wrong. We, we did plenty of uh, plenty of sessions and stuff like that. I mean, some some great holidays. So, I mean, so like I mean, like you say, would you would you would you change it? I mean, so, some of the, some of the memories and, and the moments, like in Crow Park and stuff like that. Like a lot of people don't ever get to experience anything like that. Mm. You know, away. So I mean, that, that alone is better than than any night out. So the, the trail you get off something like that, like. 2011 when we won 2011 the trail off that was as good as, as good as I've ever ever felt in my whole life trying to cut away so um, I wouldn't wouldn't change that friend to be honest no it's just I always kind of think of like I suppose like me being travelling obviously and stuff like that like yeah. I think of when I went travelling in my 20s and you do see a lot of the GA players come to Australia to do like a season here you know to do AFL or whatever just so they get to see another part of the world because it is a nine month commitment really to be a GA yeah. player yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. It's, 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 even, it's even more. It's even more than that. I mean, it, it's, it's 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 like uh, how would you how would you say it? I mean, I mean, if you even if you look at like I, I'm I'm playing like for second team club, we we got about a month off this year. That's what we got off this year. So I'm away like and that and that I mean, that's that's like you look at all the all the other all the other the, the, the senior teams, the club teams. They're they're coming back before Christmas, so they're like even even they're finishing that kind of. September, mm. October, back in before Christmas, back playing. Like so, you you you're really now you, you you still get your holidays and stuff like that. But some of the guys only have a month off a year. Do you know what I mean? And then they go again. And some of the guys, some of the guys play with Croaks, play play with me with them. And they're going, they're going fifteen years now. Say every year, every year for a month. So it's a, it's a, it's like you want to really love the game so for that for the that. Yeah, you're not going into that and just being like, ah, oh, it's a grand game. I don't really mind. Oh. You have to be. Oh, yeah. You love it so, absolutely. And so then stepping away from it then must be really strange, because, like, like let's say, intercounty, because as you said, all your friends are playing for Dublin. You know, you're hanging around, everyone you're hanging around with. And then you have to, you're coming to a decision of going, right, no longer am I doing this. My whole life is going to change, essentially, with one decision. Yeah, well, a lot of mine got to do got with injuries, to be honest, but so it's kind of... Wasn't fully injury in, injury, but it's basically I was, I was fairly knackered to be honest. But uh, like so, I, I say the lot, the lot kind of decision was kind of nearly taken out of my hands, which was kind of makes not makes it easier, but 
it, it takes away the it takes away the, the kind of uncertainty. It's not a good way. Oh, should I do this? Should I not do this? You have to, you have, you have to make decisions yourself, which a lot of guys do. Will it go another year? Will it go another two years? Or, or what should I do? Will it? But uh, I think family generally does a lot of does a lot of guys, you know, because the, 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 once people start having young families, and then and then obviously the, the time is just because you, you're you're going out in the morning. By the time you get home, if you young kids, they're in bed before you get home. You know that's okay for a few years. But then I think that that that's probably the main thing on a lot of people because it's not like other if other professional sports where you train during the day and everything's fine. Like I said, you're getting up in the morning to train in the morning. You're going to work and you're coming back. You're not going home till eight o'clock. So you might you mightn't see your kids for a couple of days. You know, kind of way. So yeah, I think that 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 that's definitely big. Seems to be a big decision in a lot of the guys. Uh, decisions. But I know guys. I definitely know guys that could play for a few more years, but decided to. They could wrap it up, you know. And so you obviously have a full time job through all of this. And so is it the same thing that you're working at now, or what were you working at when you were a player? Uh it was the same company, but but uh, different just different jobs so change change roles. Um I work for USB, so look I mean uh, that they they'd be fairly not say flexible with GA, but being you know, they they would be very community based company, so um so no, of course they work they work for me, I mean, and like you, you don't you don't really miss them. You don't really miss that much work. It's, it's all done. It's all done your free time. Mm, all that's, that's yeah. of, and that's just the way it is. Because they, they don't, they don't, they wouldn't be when you play them. They wouldn't be dragging you out in the middle of the day. You know what I mean, it's all done six in the morning, seven in the evening, kind of thing. And that's every every morning, every evening. And that's just so all all your free time goes into because of the GA. Yeah. I was just more thinking about how knackered you be because if you think you're working a nine to five job or ten to six, whatever it is. And like, if you're going to the gym as well as that, like, I'm just thinking of me as a normal person, I'd go to the gym before work and I'm like, right, you know, 45 minutes would be maximum you'll get out of me. And that'll be, you know, 10 minutes of that is probably in the treadmill. And so, you know, I'm thinking I'm not pushing myself to elite status here. And then you'd have to go train in the evening as well. I'd be dead. I'd be, yeah, you said, like I said, if you're going, if you, if you stop going to the gym for, for in the morning for, I don't know, two months, and then you, and then you went back the first week, the first week you're knackered. Wouldn't you be there? You're, you're like, oh, this is torture. Then you get, then you get used to it. You know? It just becomes your day. Then you know, mm. um, that's just it is what it is. Then you know, uh, they obviously sleep and recovery is is, is a massive part, especially in any sport, even the gym. Sleep mm. recovery is, is part of part of a part of any sport. So um, that's obviously very important as well. So you have to be, that's you have to ensure you're getting your getting your recovery there. But um, no, look, you get used to it. It's just, it just becomes it just is what it is. So you have no choice. That's so you you still doing those crazy hours in the gym then now since you like you're no longer playing for Dublin. Yeah, yeah but that's why I actually feel, I feel me void with I, I enjoy going to the gym. I get good 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 trail out. So uh that's why that's why I feel me vo- void of most of the time with if uh finish with Dublin, you know. Uh as I said I still play club but I don't play club but the time because it to be club level it, it, it is is a couple of the week, John come out. So there's still plenty of free time that, that I have to fill the void, you know. Yeah, and then you were like, "Do you know what? It'll help me now with the training if I decide to go dancing on the television." Get a dance with the right job. <laughs> I tell you, what they said I talk about time. They said when, they, when the first when we first chatted them, well, let's say whatever it was October, November, whatever it was. They said, "I said, well, what's our time?" He says, I'm, "I'm pretty busy." He says, "Ah, like twelve hours a week, like I mean, three or four hours a night, like can be plenty." I tell you, thing, not a hope. 12 hours a day is what you need to do. So it was, yeah, 12 hours of the week, they said we were told. But, uh, so the, the time, time, time in that one now was very, uh, very intense. And we said, like, I was not saying I was happy to go on, but obviously would like to go further. But time, time was becoming a big thing. It's a big, big issue. It was not issue with it, but it was, uh, it was getting very difficult with it, you know, in a way. Yeah. Um, because I, I could, with my job, I had to do, I had to do every evening. 
So we're going home till 10, 11 o'clock every evening. I was saying, yeah, I'd get up, I'd get up at six, half six, then go to work and then finish work for the day and then go into the, into rehearsal studios till 10 o'clock, half 10, kind of thing. Or I wouldn't be going home till half 10. So I'd then do the same next day, next day. And it was, it's kind of grand for a few weeks, but like I said, you do, you do kind of burn out. And got, last week I just got very tired. Maybe that's why I couldn't get the steps, but just found last week very tough. So, um, I'm not saying I'm happy to be gone, but a little bit, little bit. I woke up Monday morning there, and I just had a little bit of relief. <laughs> I'll have to go learn to jive today. So <laughs> you're like, oh no, I don't have to like learn to lift someone over my bloody head, and yeah. also do a step on the side. All right, more lift and less dance. That's what I kept saying. <laughs> End the same dancing, but uh, no, nah, I don't got like I said. I'll probably be more upset when I see on a Sunday when I see them, see them in the live show. But for for the, the last few days, to have a bit of free time back and be able to. Go see my family and stuff like that during the week, Johnny, which I have me to do for, for five, six weeks. You know what I mean? Which which seems like a a little t- a simple thing, but you like you're doing you're doing it Monday to Friday, then Saturday you're in there all day, Sunday you're in there all day. So you're trying you, you don't really get to see your family, you know what I mean? A little bit me my mom, dad at night time, you know I mean? But to me nephew, niece and nephews. So that's good to get that bit of free time back. Yeah, and like in terms of who you would have seen celebrity wise and pro wise, did you actually get to mingle at all except for Sundays, or was it a case of just you in like in the studio constantly dancing? I know you would. I mean, a lot of a lot of the Irish pro dancers have their own have their own um, studio. So so whoever whoever is with them would train in their studios. But like we 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 me and Slomi went around a lot of those different studios because she's obviously from Georgia. She doesn't have a studio here, so. Um, we kind of chopped and changed. We're in Liffey Trust, then we've been Karen Burns one a good bit. So, um, we're in John Dolan's one. Like, I mean, see, so you, you kind of chop and change, and and you, you, you come across people all, all week. You know, like Liffey Trust is the main we, we train in, and it'd be, it'd be Panty be in there, Rook be in there, Marie Cassidy be in there. So, so you, you come across people a good bit, you know, Shane Burns obviously used to train in Karen Burns, obviously. Um, so you, you know, you come across them all week, you would, yeah, different people different, at different times, you know. Um, and then obviously you see them, you see them all on Saturday and then all Sunday. It was a very diverse group this year. When I saw that yeah. Mary Cassidy was going to be on it, I was like, "Are you joking me?" In between Shane Byrne and you know, like yourself, we have Mary Cassidy, the all state pathologist. She's actually lovely. Uh, I never met her before now. Uh, no, she's lovely. Um, trying to get a few stories out of her, but she's very tight lips. <laughs> it's probably a good thing you hadn't met the state pathologist before. You know, I yeah. probably would have said something. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't be meeting her too often. Uh, nah, she's like fair play to her. Um, she's great as well. Now, uh, and she used to love the Sunday points as well. She just she said, let's put it off the shame. She was every Sunday she'd do so she'd text us, I'm in the Westbury, where are you? We're all at home. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Mary, good woman yourself. <laughs> yeah, you were like, I have to come and rest my little bones before I have to go out and do it again. Westbury drinking, drinking cocktails. <laughs> like, fair, fair play to her. I'd like love a cocktail in the Westbury. And so what's next now for you then? What's the crack? Are you, obviously you're doing club stuff, but like what are you, are you hoping to do more telly stuff now that you've been on it or what? I've been talking about it, to be honest. I need a break from telly for a few weeks, that's for sure. It'll <laughs> get the anxiety levels back down. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't even thought, I said it's only without, on, uh, to be honest, I didn't think it was going to get knocked out on Sunday, it was my personal opinion now, but that's, that's, that's how it goes. Um, so I have I it's only a few days ago. I haven't really I kind of catch up on the on parts of life that that I missed out on. Not missed out on, but you, you kind of hmm. your day to day jobs, the, the simple things you just got put put in the back the back foot because you just don't have time to do them. Um but I didn't have time to do them with, with the job. So um uh, try to catch up a few days in the last few weeks and then reassess, do what we can do then. 
Let's see what other celebrity show we can get you on. You know, we'll have to. <laughs> yeah, Ed with that. <laughs> I don't know now I saw some moves that you did pretty well so I got, I got three nines so that's good enough for me three nines yeah. how many people yeah. can say that that got that yeah like that's like you saying someone says you're, well, you're wearing a skirt I said I got three nines though <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately most people are going to remember the skirt thing and <laughs> the nines oh of course you should look I was dressed like Hercules Cadmore was wearing a blue a blue furry suit so it could have been a lot worse <laughs> Just embrace it and wear the skirts everywhere you go and then people can't slag yeah. you if you're slagging yourself. Exactly, exactly. Oh, well, listen, it's been lovely talking to you, Paul. Um, and Great, and you enjoy your holidays. What, six weeks, whatever is left. I will. I'll chat, you, I'll chat to you when I get back, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, All right. bye-bye. Bye, bye, bye-bye. So sports fans and, of course, dancing fans, I hope you enjoyed that chat and learned something different about Paul, um, about his upbringing, what it was like, of course, how he ended up on the show and, you know, what it's like to be a GA player, working, training, living, the whole lot. I tell you, it's some commitment and sometimes you kind of forget that that's what it is because you only see the glory days or, you know, the bad days of losing in Grove Park. But there's actually so much work that goes into it. I have so much respect for them and everything that they do. Fair play to them. I'm lying here on a bed trying to consider, can I do a 20 minute workout? And my whole body's like, do it. Eating and drinking for the last month. And the other part of me is like, oh, but bed is so comfortable. (laughs) Um, The episodes might be a bit sporadic uh, this season because of travel, but I have some amazing guests lined up and let's have to pencil one more in to chat to them. But I'm very, very excited about a couple of them for you guys. I think you're going to really, really, really love them. Um, until then, keep an eye on, follow me on socials. Uh, Tis Yourself and of course is on, we're now on Facebook, we're on Twitter and Instagram It's come and TikTok, sorry. Follow us there on all of them. And if you've liked what you heard, scroll back and see is there another episode that you might enjoy. We have, um, if you're a Dublin fan, we have Shane Carty. Very, very open and honest chat with Shane Carty. So we just scroll back a bit for that. We also have Aidan O'Shea, if you are a male fan. Um, and then, of course, if you like anything away from sports, there's loads of actors, singers in there. There's uh, Packy Lee from Piggy Blinders. We have uh, Orja Mitty from Breaking Bad. We've got some Love Island stuff. We've got some uh, X Factor. We've got some musicians. We've got Carol Baskin. Like it's it's all over the shop there, lads. There's so so much for everyone. So go have a little scroll. See if there's something you could add to your playlist. I really appreciate you stopping by today, and um, that's just a good eye for me over here in Oz. Chat to you soon. <laughs>